Okay, uh, ready to go? Yeah. Five, four, three, two. Guess who's Zach? Nope. Uh, once again, this song or some other Jay-Z songs. Black for the first time. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Black for the first time. Mm -hmm. I've been black all my life, but let's go first time. It sound good, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Niggas got to put black somewhere in the in the cool phrase and then just spin it. Yeah, yeah. But that being said, Wash Guards. Wash never washed up. I am Sean Luke Picard. I am Draft. This is episode 78. Shout mm -hmm. out to Bruce Smith, number 78. Buffalo when, Bills legend, I man. Mean, he's probably not the all-time sax leader anymore, but he was at a certain time. Mm -hmm. I believe Reggie White. You could have said it. It's oh, cool. no. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, just don't ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. well, right. That's fair. We did start this off with black for the first time. <laughs> you played it safe, man. <laughs> Touche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. Right. Well, yeah, I believe Reggie White took that RIP that Reggie White. Yeah, RIP uh, Reggie White. But yeah, Bruce Smith, number 78. Green Bay Legends. Episode 78. Uh, shout out to the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Bills Hall of Famer. Yeah, we, we hopefully we're going to see some. Some I want progress to say in this year. P. Bruce Smith, but I'm not uh, sure if he's alive. Let's look it up. This right or here. Dead. Uh, uh, didn't he die? Probably. Yeah, yeah. I'm almost positive he died. I mean, he's a football player. They usually die. Mm -hmm. You always, you always putting this shit on niggas. He alive? alive, man. Hold on, bro. Let me figure it out. I feel like I saw it on the news at some point. Like, yo, R.I.P. to Bruce Smith. He survived by a lot of motherfuckers. I want to say <laughs> that. I want to say he left. I want to say. I ain't got a, a, a life. Yeah, hey, he I've been doing a lot, bro. Yeah. He did the Hank Aaron. Three people died since like this podcast started, and I and I said they were dead before they died. Nah, he's still alive, bro. He's Tiny uh, from uh, the wrestler, Tiny Lister. Man, Tiny Lister from I uh, Friday. His death. Oh, uh, Hank Aaron. Um. Yeah, R.I.P. Hammer Hank. But anyway, yeah. this is episode 78, man. Uh, Just don't let Draft speak on your name. Yeah, yeah, man. So <laughs> Ever. Yeah, yeah. I try not to jump out there and say niggas is dead, but niggas be dying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, we're going to do these countries. Yeah, yeah, we're getting to the countries, Talk about man, who's actually listening. Uh, shout out to these United States. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the United Kingdom. Yep, yep, yep. Shout out to Australia. Good I'm day, just mates. pulling shit out my ass right yeah, now. Shout out to Australia, man. Countries. Uh, shout out to Canada Shout out to nope. Philippines Oh Canada 666 Shout Iceland. out uh, Manny Pacquiao uh, And the bootleg 1911s That they apparently make over there Shout out Vice Alright uh, Iceland, Germany Russia Number one black podcast of Iceland Germany Ireland India Russia. Mm -hmm. uh, Shout out to Tundra Brazil Francais uh -huh. Oh look at that Shout United, out Baguettes The United Arab Emirates, Emirates or some Ooh. shit. Holy, they are brand new, so welcome home. <laughs> Shout out to UAE. Mm, I know somebody in Dubai. <laughs> Singapore, uh, Norway. Shout out Norway. I don't know what y'all good for. Fjords? Ain't y'all got fjords out there? I don't know what those are, but yes. Uh, Shout Zealand. out to our geography and the geeks, man. Let me know if I'm right or wrong. Uh, Finland, Costa Rica, Shout Puerto out to Rico, Finnish. Romania, Spain. Shout out to Romania. Ecuador, ne the Netherlands, Sweden, mm -hmm. Slovakia, Belgium, Italy, Qatar. Qatar. Turkey, Hong Kong. Shout Japan, out to Istanbul. Mexico, South Korea, and fucking Saudi Arabia. So those mm. are the countries. Welcome back to another episode of Wash Gods. We are washed, never washed yeah, up, man. We wash. appreciate you for listening. Yeah, shout out to 404 Creators. When you see us, you see him. You mm -hmm. already know what it is. Shout, shout out Taji. Taji, man. We stand with you in solidarity. Yeah, man. Get well, we'll soon. See you soon. All that type shit. Um, yeah, I guess we'll get into how you, how was your week? Uh, week was cool. I'm not complaining. Uh, so I tried to make a habit. 
of doing as we get on these pods. Um, I'm glad we got the chance to kind of sit back down, um, considering the fact that the work week has been a lot more time consuming than I'd like it to be. But uh, I will say I've been starting to notice the benefit of some sort of uh, necessary structure as far as like taking care of the stuff that may be secular. Take care uh, of TCB. Yeah. I just found out that was the words. What, take stupid. care. What is TCB? Taking care of business. So she's basically just saying take, take care, care of taking take care, care of business. business. Yeah, makes yeah. no fucking sense. Sock it to me. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they getting ready yeah. to do the Aretha Dot. Yeah, you yeah, going yeah. deep dive early? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a movie. Take nah, care, man. I don't know. TCB. So, uh, sock it to me, sock it to me, I just Google random things. That's what Google's here for. Yeah, yeah. Save that type of bullshit for Ask Jeeves, bro. Don't be doing that on They did a whole New York Times article about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, most yeah. misunderstood lyrics. Yep, mm, makes like sense. biggest songs with the most like random ass lyrics and mm-hmm. like, shit like that to people. And they had to actually call Aretha Franklin because there's two different writings of it. It's What's the deep. other one? Uh, TCP or some shit. Or uh, taking care of people. Uh, I don't remember what it was. Mm. The other shit, but it was some shit that made more sense. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. That being said, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've been uh, taking care of TCB, <laughs> 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 and. Uh, it's been cool. Uh, I feel like this shit isn't challenging, but the type of environment makes it difficult. Uh, that being said, I saw two old niggas almost about to come to fisticuffs, which was uh, it was during a meeting, like a safety meeting, at, uh, ironically. And these niggas was not about safety. <laughs> they weren't trying to be safe at all. Actually, actually it's pretty safe, though. Nah, what, and what, let me finish. Why you got to get the gun? Yeah, just yeah, it yeah, out. Exactly, bro. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so what happens is, uh, you, one nigga walks in, they ask him a question about his appearance, and another nigga responded. And the old nigga, who's probably about 70, turns around and says, yo, is your name George? <laughs> the nigga who responded for him was like, no, but... I answer. So if you got a problem, you can address it to me. And he was like, motherfucker, I just did. <laughs> and then he proceeds to stand up. He's like, why you cussing to me, bro, in front of all these people? So I'm sitting Talk about somewhere you. in between these two niggas. There's a nigga moment for you. Yeah, and I'm looking like, I'm just looking at my coworker like, you see this shit about to happen right here in front of us? And they're worried about us having like, like composure when it comes down to things we don't understand in, in, in workplace situations. And these niggas are vets. 20 years in, at least 30 years our senior, about to fight because this nigga spoke for him instead of <laughs> shutting his mouth. And uh, to be honest with you, I was relieved because at the end of it, both these niggas sat the fuck down, didn't say shit else. As usual. And went back to work. And I was like, and, and part of me was saying like, nothing's gonna happen. But to a certain extent, I appreciate being in an environment where somebody can lose their cool, overreact, and everybody go back to normal like nothing happened. Because yeah, I think the threat of violence does create a certain measure of peace, like mutually assured destruction. <laughs> at least in in situations where it's one on one, like usually results in a stalemate, man. Like two negatives turn into a positive, Pretty and that's what right. kind of happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was cool, man. Um, outside of that, I've just been trying to stay the fuck out the way. Uh, I had my daughter this weekend, and uh, she's been going through it. Like, I think, like, lack of sleep 
and human interaction uh, wreak, like wreak havoc, <laughs> <laughs> wreak havoc on a person's psyche, man. So, like, yo, check on your strong friends <laughs> or some shit, because she's been going through it. Normally, she's as mild mannered and peaceful as they can as they come, but attitude has just been on a bean. So, dealing with that, uh, trying to make sure that my work life balance is in a place where it. It acknowledges the fact that I got other responsibilities elsewhere, um, family, podcast, social interactions, things of that nature. But yeah, outside of that, the week's been cool. How was yours? Uh, yeah, like you said, the no complaining shit, man. I've been I've been on a hot streak of not complaining about shit. Um, shit's been cool, I guess. Oh, uh, I guess I was watching this Anthony Bourdain doc. I'm sure we'll talk about it later. Which is really good, but it was a. Uh, it's one of those coming to age moments. I feel like I have every time I watch documentaries. Makes me consider my own mortality and shit. That's definitely one of them ones. Um. So I don't know, man. A lot of times I sit back and I'm like, man, I want to complain about shit, and um. It's just like, man, what does a complaint really do for anybody, man? <laughs> Like, the one thing I never, like, felt about therapy, I always feel hear people talk about that shit. Like, yo, you know, that shit really helped me. I'm just like, how? I just don't understand <laughs> how that shit helps. Like, I've never heard my problems aloud and thought, like, man, this is better now. If anything, I felt ten times worse. Yeah. I'm not suggesting everybody keeps it in. You know, everybody got their ways of dealing with shit. So, um... Yeah, just, just go to strip clubs, man. Talk, uh, talk to people in worse situations potentially <laughs> than you. And it don't even have to be strippers, man. You can run in there and see a guy standing there at the table... Smoking the cools and I, I mean, always try to live by the, the adage that you know when they always say if everybody placed their problems on the table, everybody would quickly take their own problems back. Uh -huh. So you know, I'm cooling, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of people checked on me, like, and it made me even feel worse. I'm just uh -huh. like, yeah, man, is it, is it showing or some shit, my nigga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is it? Is yes. it on my face? <laughs> mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, nigga. Like, yeah, but uh, yeah, man. You it's know. like when people say, it was like, yo, you look tired and you got a full night's rest. And you're like, what the fuck, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> you all right? And it's like, I'm fine, bro. I've been better than this. I've been worse than this. I feel like I spent a lot of time studying success, man. And the more you study it, the more, uh, f f you know, more fugazi it seems. It's like, man, all these motherfuckers really just got lucky. Yeah. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but uh, that's what I've been contemplating over the week. Other than that, uh, I went on this, I went on a job interview, and it, it kind of just ties in what you were talking about. It was, like, I walked in, and I looked at the staff, and I said, how the fuck did I get here? <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. just looking at them, like, then I just, like, I kind of overheard some of the shit they were discussing. I'm just like, man, I, like, I need, I shouldn't even... Be like privy to this information. Yeah, like I shouldn't be here. Like I don't know if that's a, what's the word, man? And maybe I have a certain level of entitlement that I shouldn't, but. So? Life, yeah, <laughs> so man. What? I think that's the only thing that kind of keep you sane in certain situations because I had that feeling after going to, when I first, my first week on this job was right after Vince's pop-up. And I think about all the things that went into that weekend before the weekend itself and. Like, the fact that I did, like, a little a guest spot on a show that Friday night in the same area that I was going back for a pop-up shop that, like, was by the people that I always see in my circle and immediate, like, surroundings. A lot of that has, it has a, 
an effect on the type of sense of community you have. And when you got to go to work and you deal with people who don't necessarily have that same sense of value when it comes down to the things you care about, it kind of throw you off because it's just like, wait. For me, you know? it was just like, I'm just looking at these people and they just, like, no salt to anybody that's going through some shit because, you know what I'm saying? Apparently, I look like I'm going through some shit. I'm like, let me get my hair braided or something, man. Let me switch it up. Yeah, I've been walking around looking like Tremaine Emery. Like I sell denim tears without the money or the, or the popularity to back it up. But I'm just looking at the people. I'm like, all oh, these motherfuckers look homeless. Why do they look worse than me? Mm. I'm, I'm the guy applying for the job. Like, yep. this, shit, this shit look bad in here. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, man, I guess, you know, dealing with that whole entitlement thing. I don't know if I am or I'm not, but, you know. I, like you said, I, I think there's a there's a healthy amount of entitlement that should go into the way you you live. You know, gotta strive for more, man. Um, Don't get complacent. Yeah. Other than that, you know, you know, scratching and surviving. I'm still here. I just smoked, so uh, apparently I'm doing okay. Good to hear. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can get into this Marvel shit, I guess. Watch moments. Oh yeah, watch moments. Oh, good shit. Uh, let me see if I got one. I think I got one. I got one, man. It's straight to the point. I'm not gonna go into too much detail, but uh, I'm not. I'm not usually the type to like, like send dick pics and shit like that. Cause I'm, I'm just afraid. I, I, I see my success coming, and eventually one of these days, my shit gonna end up on TMZ or Shade Room. I'm, I'd actually invite that, like. Yeah, I'm just trying to wait. I'm just trying to wait to see how I personally feel. I've been about putting it. out just so it get leaked, like just just to get the word around. You a brave nigga. Yeah. Mm. What the fuck is? What the, I mean, I feel you. Like I, I you can't my, dick shame me, bitch. Like what the fuck? it wasn't even about the shame. Like it was more so just about. As long as my shit ain't got warts on it and no shit. Man. The, the fact that like I went to go do it on Facetime because I refused to send like stills. Like you're not gonna get no stills and no videos. You got to catch it live and direct. That way I can see if you screenshot it. Um, but uh, it's just my paranoia kicking in. But I backed out like mid reveal because like I just been laying around all day. I had it taken care of myself. Like I was really, I was really self conscious. And I looked at it, it was just like lint covering the top of it. And I was just like, "Yo, can we do this later, man? He's not really presentable." <laughs> so it's like, "Yo, the 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 young nigga in me that was just been like, like the young nigga in me that still seems to be alive and well in you. This is like, fuck it, nigga, put it on the table. That nigga's gone, bro. <laughs> like I can't even do. I can't even send." Smut no more. In the age of fupas, man, I'd be damned if a chick tell me I don't look good. I look better than you. In the words of Cameron, I, I don't. Feel, I, don't I feel like I'm more attractive than you know. what I'm saying most ladies. I don't really want to put myself in a position where I got to go back and forth about beauty standards with somebody who is it's trying. A big pick, man, what the fuck is the beauty standards of it? <laughs> My level. I need lighting. <laughs> I ain't had no ring light. <laughs> I got my shit's loaded up, man. Oh, you got presets? Yeah, no. <laughs> if a chick asks for a dick pic, I just send him one of the classes. Like, what the fuck? My dick hasn't changed looks. Like, it looks the same as it did five years ago. Here. Nigga still wear the same clothes. <laughs> <laughs> you still got the same shoe size. I know the one. I know the one that works. I just send the one that worked before. Like that works, man. Some of them shit's got good field goal percentage. And these are the conversations that need to be had because I didn't know that this was something niggas did outside of me. Like, like. These type of situations just so they feds, if you look at my phone, it's my dick in there. It's not mm-hmm. no other guy's yeah. dick. We're gonna get to that to, soon, bro. For y'all trying <laughs> to defame me and shit. <laughs> That's mine. Better know what age you <laughs> save these pictures, bro. Well, you had an age where, like, yeah, you've been legal since iPhones was out. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yo, you took a picture when you was young, bro. Nah, you nah, might, nah. <laughs> a 
I wasn't on it back then. No, no, I definitely wasn't on it. I don't even, it wasn't even camera phones back then. Not mm-hmm. the age of myself. Too I was much. just drawing pics. <laughs> <laughs> like super bad. <laughs> Give him my dick hats. <laughs> Put it in a vest. <laughs> <laughs> My dick got a poncho on, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Your pussy out here just wearing hair. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But that was it, man. Yeah, I just, man. I'm I just past like... that age of dick pics now. Word. Mm. I'm not, ladies. Um, <laughs> you gotta see mine live and direct. Better uh, book a show. I don't do that shit because then it means I'm gonna have to take you out and be around you. Like, if it's either me sending a dick pic or going on a real date, then dick pics it is, cause I'm not gonna do all that shit. So it's but, just like it's just like Tinder for real life situations where everything's Tinder, as I said mm. in an earlier podcast. We all swiping left to right, man. Sometimes we do it in real time, sometimes we do it over the phone. But sometimes chicks say certain things to me. I'm just like, oh, swipe, swipe left. Right. Like they don't, you know, what I'm saying they don't know that I'm automatically turned off because they said one thing. That's why I try to really help women out, cause it's like. Trust me, you're not gonna turn me on by your personality. Like, you're better off. Like, let me, you know, have my own ideas about you. Damn, bro, what'd you see? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you're I'll not this nigga life course and see where the variant went left, bro. Loki was really gonna... on to some shit, bro. It's <laughs> not gonna impress me with your personality. This is the moment, bro. <laughs> like, like I listen to what if great writers. <laughs> All these great speeches all day. I spend my whole day doing that. So I'm just going to talk to regular, like, Shelly McClay or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she's going to impress me with her nine to five life after God I damn. just listened to David Cho or. I'm David- sorry, Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> or this great American history yeah, story. That like- is true, man. You listen to podcasts all day and you get all this information from all these different places and all these different perspectives. And then you go talk to your girl. And that shit is. Not my girl, because, yeah. you know, I'm single, first Lacking. of all. I mean, I'm saying hypothetical. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. my girl either, because I don't have one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. like, I know it's times where you get ambushed by conversation. Yeah. Like, the Patrice O'Neill. Uh, like, you just Patrice tell me O'Neil about your day? Just, yeah, just tell me. Start at the end of the day, so that way I can figure out whether or not I don't want to sit through the rest of the story. Mm. And I know men have, I know men who use that in real time who don't even fuck with Patrice O'Neill. Mm. Like, yeah. Hey, what's the point? Get to the point. All right. Now you can tell me all the backstory. But that being said, but I'm actually nice. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to tell a chick that. It's yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. I, I mean there's always a, a finesse game to it. But, yeah. but yeah, moral of the story is, I'm not showing my dick no more. You got to see it in person. <laughs> no, I'm not going to try. Got a, <laughs> got a little bit off course there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I guess my worst moment is uh, I was kind of really tweeting about this earlier. But um, that whole T Pain rant. But he was like, yo, do something else. We already got one little baby and all that shit. Like, I feel that way about people. So back kind of like leading into your shit is like, I was saying like, I hate when people look like the things they say. Like if I, <laughs> if I meet a chick with a, like I said, a low cut or an afro and I can probably guess she wear mom jeans. She's in the energy. You start picking, you start got, picking them apart before they even yeah, say anything. She's like magic rocks. She's going to talk about some black shit. Like you look like a person that would say some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And that shit annoys the shit out of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess that goes back to why I don't really like to hear a lot of just random people talk. It's like, I can just look at you and tell you, oh, you're this type of person. Or I see a cat that's in some Supreme or some shit. He's going to probably talk to me about sneakers or some kind of cool shit. Like people just, are very obvious nowadays. It's just annoying. Like, I don't know. Like, everybody's just a fucking variant of another nigga. Like, it's just like everybody's another version of some nigga I met before. The world got smaller chicken. with social media because I think everybody picks up the things that they see on a regular basis and they just start to... 
It's a line Assimilate. in the Anthony Bourdain uh, documentary where they're talking about like kind of being an artist is kind of like the loneliest thing in the world because it's just like even if you make it, you still kind of feel like out of place to a certain extent. That's kind of like your superpower to like identify all the different types of people, but in the same breath, left. you end up not being belonging to any group. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, you know, I don't know, man. In my old age, I'm just tired of meeting the same motherfucker, man. Like, do something else. You know what I mean? In the words of T-Pain. Like, I just want to <laughs> see somebody do something else. That rant was kind of off base, too, because I was like, yo, this nigga sitting here talking about do something else to this current generation after crying about Usher telling him that he's ruining music for doing the same thing that people assumed wasn't going to be a trend in music. But, I mean, I digress. I think T-Pain is just... He's he's in the news cycle, so he's saying anything. But that was one of those things where I was just like, man. Yeah, yeah, I don't fuck, know about bro. the music shit, man. I don't yeah, know. T Pain's not the guy that I go yeah. for my music takes. You know what I'm saying? Necessarily, even though he's a talented brother. Shout out to T Pain. Yeah, shout out T Pain. But yeah, man, everybody's a variant, bro. It's mm. just the same version of another motherfucker. You archetype, man. nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like it's so easy to just identify people just by looking at them. Bro. It's like, ugh. You see a you know white guy in a Trump hat, and guess what? He's racist. <laughs> Switch it up or some shit, bro. Do do some new shit. Put on a top hat, bro. That's why I wasn't really that mad about the Kanye shit, bro. Just throw him off, bro. Mm -hmm. See a black guy in a Trump hat, you don't know what the fuck to think. And you see a red hat sitting right behind Draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They go yeah, zoom yeah, it yeah. in. They go zoom in just to make sure. <laughs> nah, people didn't ask me that a million times. Like, bro, is that a Trump hat back there? That's yes. fire. Yes. Mm. Whatever. Believe what you want. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, shout out to Marvel, man. Um, maybe not shout out to them because they apparently they're underpaying their writers. Mm-hmm. That shit sound like a 360 deal. Uh, yeah, they're paying them like five racks to like interpret Lottie's characters. Uh, Tajikistan's story about the writer that uh, created Rocket Raccoon apparently ended up having getting cancer and uh, he didn't have any medical uh, insurance and his family had to start a GoFundMe. Dude ended up dying. <laughs> And there's like a, a a million other stories as I went through the article about all these writers and the certain characters. Well, Marvel, you know, all these characters are pulled from comic books, so you get comic book writers that do the the breakdown backstories for a lot of the scripts that Marvel tends to put out. DC as well, or they just take old stories from the '70s that mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying that they already paid a writer for, and then they can just adapt it to a movie because they already own their intellectual property and they just hustle that shit. I, always thought, I never really considered that with all these comic book movies, because like, if you really didn't do the knowledge on a lot of these stories, they're, like I said, they're just old comic book stories that they're readapting. Like Even some of the scenes are like scene by scene There's actually in the comic. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, man. Um, I mean, that shit goes back to, there's a documentary on, uh, uh, I believe it's on Hulu, it's called Batman and Bill, I believe. But uh, it's about the guy that actually created Batman and, he got fucked out of it. His, he, he died penniless. And he, they didn't just now start putting his name on the Batman movies until recently. Until Bill like, Finger, I think. Yeah, Bill Finger. That was his name. Yep. Because mm -hmm. I basically, like, the guy had a version of Batman. He was, like, wearing all red and some crazy stupid shit. <laughs> he, like, <laughs> we threw bats at people. Like, some dumb shit. And, like, get this nigga out of here. The other cat kind of <laughs> tuned up the idea and made it made what Batman is today and shit. So, yeah, man. Like a lot of these stories in entertainment, man, the uh, the creative gets fucked. Yeah, and uh, I don't think it's just held to Marvel either. I, the article I looked up had DC yeah. writers mm -hmm. um, kind of in the loop Shout as well. Shout out to DC. So, I don't know. Uh, everybody's out here making money off of these characters. When you think about all the random or all, all of these movies and all the random characters that had to be put in the movie 
in order to give it some sort of color. Like, who the fuck paid the nigga who came up with the Weasels character, man? Like, yeah, like or fucking we, polka dot man. I'm polka sure dot man get, was lit, bro. Yeah, I'm sure he didn't get any any money from that shit. There was a, it was a new, it was, what was I just watching? I want to say it was a DC show. Where they actually had Polka Dot Man in it. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, this motherfucker is a real character. And because and, I'm not as familiar with DC, but like he's actually got some some skin in the game. So uh, I think about all the backstories that we saw in, um, what is it, uh, Modoc, and all of those characters that got pinned in just for comedic value. Yeah, yeah. yeah like we got. Those, yeah, all those characters were created by somebody. And we, we got didn't. a lot of people to kind of like. Like give thanks to for a lot of the value that they add to movies like Ant Man or Guardians of the Galaxy for these lesser known heroes that don't have stories that we're as familiar with for yeah, people who aren't comic yeah, fans. Sometimes it be the villains. Sometimes it's just like the regular humans that right. are actually in the comic books too. That you know, it's really fucked up, man. Uh, entertainment is a dirty game. As we getting probably getting fucked on this podcast right now. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's why I stopped yeah. doing Clubhouse. Yeah. We're not gonna make this shit easy for you. You're not yeah. just gonna crowdsource. You better you better look. At least pay us for the one view before you start stealing our shit. Yeah. But man. yeah, that being said. Oh, uh, uh, shout out to Apple, man. Not shout out to Apple. <laughs> <laughs> shouting out all the people I don't fuck with this episode, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apple yeah. apparently is uh talking about making it uh protocol to scan your phone for child pornography or evidence of um and they say that the articles are are worded very carefully because it doesn't say scan your phone it says scan the cloud but i mean how do you access the cloud but on your mobile device yeah, everybody's um, phone's connected to the cloud so what it, at what point does all the other information or the pictures that you have in your phone not become susceptible to like like investigation or possibly being leaked somewhere else uh, and it, and it, it's a They say it's supposed to improve security uh, Or privacy preferences um, And they're only doing it for people Who are suspected of uh, Hoarding child pornography But you know with every How with, the fuck do you get suspected of that? <clears throat> By Apple Because <laughs> they've probably already been going through your phones yeah, It's yeah, probably yeah. a problem where cause I remember uh, we talked about it before And I haven't done any further research on it In uh, pure Sean fashion But there was a uh, a TikTok of a lady showing her her phone or someone else on their phone while she filmed in black light. And she was like, yo, you'll see a UV flash every five to ten seconds mm. on an iPhone. Yeah. Like if if you just sit in the dark and it takes a picture, it takes a picture of your face for any phone. I think iPhone 12 and above. No, excuse me. iPhone 10 and above where they have the uh, facial recognition. Like it takes a picture every five to ten minutes or seconds, pardon me. So I think they've always had some sort of security measure that's kind of counterproductive to the privacy, um, the the so quote unquote privacy policy that they've set in place. But I don't know. I think we're almost too far gone to even like do anything about it. Other unless you want to go back to getting a flip phone. Yeah, I always considered that. It's, a, it's an option. I don't know. Sanjo, holla at us. I always looked at that shit like, you know, the whole argument is like, you know, if this is what they're telling us, then they've probably already been doing that shit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, I guess at least they told us now, but I don't know, man. Uh, ideally, I don't have anything creeping in my uh, <laughs> shit. I remember one time, but this is like a, a famous virus. It's on the Internet and shit. Like, but that does it to your iPhone. It just pops up and says, you've been su- suspected of child pornography. You must pay this. 
blah, 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 or report, yeah, mm-hmm. some type of ransomware that just pops up on your phone. It was going around. It's, I remember shit happened to me. I was just watching normal porn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> shit just popped up, nigga. I dropped my phone. I almost took off running. I didn't know what to do. Like, <laughs> like I thought I was just fucked. And then I, I Googled it. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> How did you Google that? <laughs> on somebody else's computer? <laughs> I Googled fucking spam. I mean, oh. uh, fucking ransomware and all that shit. Just trying to figure out this a normal thing that happens. Like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm sure the FBI wouldn't give How me How did a- they find my child? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure the FBI wouldn't give me a head start. Like, all right, nigga, go. Gotcha. go like, <laughs> like, they're not going to let me know. <laughs> like, 10 Mississippi. <laughs> Nine Mississippi. <laughs> Like Eight. It was coming for me. I was like, you know, it made me suspect that it was probably some bullshit. Like, yeah. because you always had them. I mean, you know, type of shit that'll pop up on your phone if you on some like crazy ass site. You know what I'm saying? Just it'll just say, you know, pay this money to unlock your phone and all this shit. But yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, man. So stay yeah. the fuck away uh, from my phone, Apple. Yeah, I know y'all already in it anyway. Yeah, yeah, I don't really got nothing to hide. I mean, at this I don't point, either. We're completely- you're not gonna be. You're not gonna see no dick pics. Nope. Uh, you'll see some of mine. They're mine. Like I said, uh, we live in a surveilled, surveilled society anyway, so I don't know. It's just another layer to this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, the pushback probably should have happened like five or ten years ago. Like, so uh, for us to really be up in arms now, it's like, oh, we're kind of just... Kind of too far gone. Yeah. I wonder where it's going, though. It made me kind of want to reread 1984. Mm-hmm. Think about all the fucking new speak and fucking uh, uh, thought crimes and shit. Yeah, man. It's going to be a minority port. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I called it, motherfucker. Scientology told you first. Yeah. We always been on the forefront. Colts might be the safest thing to join right now. Boy. It might be the only type of resistance. All your paranoia is going to be built up to a point where it just keep you safe. It's better to be in the group. It'll just pick you off one by one. Mm. But on that note, I guess we'll be right back. Back once again, man, with the wash guys, <laughs> washed never washed up. Oh yeah, I guess I'm not supposed to say that. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> forgets uh, every time, not a time. But yeah, yeah. man, wash guys never washed up. Episode wash never washed up. Seventy eight. Shout out to Bruce Smith once again. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. man, uh, Atlanta's going a little crazy right now. Yeah, I, I feel like every other podcast we have a conversation about. The uptick in violent crime in Atlanta, and uh, it. I want to give an R.I.P. to the to young lady that got kidnapped and um, apparently shot. Yeah, R.I.P. Miriam. Uh, yeah. I had a a sobering call with a friend who I didn't realize I didn't realize the situation was even happening until I spoke to him, and it, then everything from social media kind of became a lot more visible. Um, but yeah, it was. It was kind of heart-wrenching just to hear. It wasn't kind of heart-wrenching. It was heart-wrenching to kind of hear the way that, like, people can be here one second and not. And these are situations that happen when people are just going about their everyday business. It's no different than any other day. And then all of a sudden you wake up and you get a phone call or see a post and find out they're not here. And uh, it's been... I remember feeling like this around the same time that uh, 
we we lost bubs like i remember saying beforehand like yo i i'm on edge a lot for a lot of different reasons but when death starts to to pop up around me like my first inclination is like yo i'm i'm praying this doesn't get any closer to home and undoubtedly it always does and uh that being said tell your folks you love them and take care of yourself be safe uh, especially even though what, what may be a comfortable place for you to be What may have once been a comfortable place for you to be May not be so comfortable or safe um, If it's not a requirement for you to be there Don't fucking be there Because niggas don't care about your life the way you should and Or you may And that's a, that's a sad state of affairs to be in Especially in a city that's been so Busy and welcoming the people from the outside Like I don't necessarily believe that all of these things Are happening in house but who the fuck knows Like yeah, at this point Yeah there's like a rumor going around Atlanta Cause there was actually a, another lady that got Stabbed a lot of times in a Piedmont Park I believe mm -hmm. um, a few weeks Killed ago. her and her dog apparently And um Might be a mass murderer running around Downtown a Serial um, killer Yeah whatever Same Difference, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. apples and onions. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, there was a shooting. I guess was when was that today? Uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. So um, three were killed. No, nah, three was shot. shot. I don't think anybody uh, was killed. Um, but this is like the third or fourth shooting at that one location. Um, and not to mention all the other incidents that have happened on Edgewood in general. And they, I'm not necessarily saying it's a black cloud over that establishment. Quest. Yeah, R.I.P. Quez. His birthday just passed. Um, but I also do think that there's something to be said about the fact that the same people tell me about something happening in that same area every time something happened. And I don't necessarily know, like, why it's a necessity. Because, like, why is it a necessity that you be there recreationally? Just because... Like your peoples are there, like, like visit your people at home. Like I know that I, I trust me, I know what it's like to be outside and pull up and see all your friends in one place. The cheers effect, like, but at a certain point, like if they really your peoples, man, like, check on them in their place of residency. Like make sure that they straight when they at home, not necessarily when they're they're out and about, because people tend to mask a lot of their. The struggles and pain anyway in public settings and social settings so like if you really care about your people man just take a invested interest to see how they doing um as opposed to like trying to socialize so much because right now and i'm not saying that like there's anything wrong with that do what you feel like i'm not telling you what to do but anybody i care about i'm telling them, like nigga stay the fuck inside for a little bit man just chill like especially women i, I had a uh, female friend tell me she was out and about last night and i had anxiety just based off the fact that i know the type of interactions that she has with the public when she out by herself. And now it's it's coming, it's not becoming more prevalent. But it's, it's always been one of those things that's been a dirty little secret about like the way people interact in social scenes on in Atlanta. Like, But now it's becoming clearly evident to not just me, but all the people around me that like sometimes motherfuckers don't know how to control themselves. And you can't necessarily take it for granted that you may be uh, a possible victim as well. And I'm telling everybody that I know, like, yo, I'm concerned about your well-being in these type of scenarios. So just be careful. Be on your toes. Don't let it be said that I ain't saying anything to you in this regard. Um, but, yeah, man, it's 
I hope that uh, things get better. Um, there's been a lot of calls to action via social media from people around the scene uh, to protect women and take care of uh, and to address things when they happen. I don't know why this shit ain't been done. Hasn't been happening from jump because I think that like part of having a close knit social circle is taking care of the people that are close to you. Like, I can't necessarily say that everybody else carries themselves like that, but I know my niggas do. Like. Like I remember situations being where we've had female friends. Like shout out Q, but when we were out on tour with Q, and <laughs> amid an acid trip, me and Draft were both concerned about her well being because we were we were away from her and she was in an environment around niggas that we didn't know. And the first thing was like, man, some shit happened. It's really gonna be on us because we the only men that she came up here with, and we're supposed to be. Like her friends And we're in a situation Where we can't get to her in time In case some shit went left Nothing happened But The idea of not necessarily Taking the time To be concerned about Anybody Male, female In general Anybody in need Just kind of blows me Cause it's like Yo What are your social circles There for If you're not necessarily Checking on your people To taking care of them Or making sure that they safe That's kind of why I hate all that Social media Front facing um, That niggas always do Like I mean I'm not saying you shouldn't post protect all women, but at the same time, it's like my nigga, if you was doing it, you doing. You wouldn't it. have to say it. Like yeah, there's yeah, some yeah. that's some shit that goes without saying. If I'm with out with a female, like I'm gonna make sure walk her to a car, do the whole nine. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? like that's, hit me when you get home. Yeah, like all whole, that type of shit is is spoken for already. Saying, yeah, like that's some normal thing. Maybe everybody don't do that, but I feel like that's a given. Even if I don't even see the text message, even if I'm fucked up too and we out, you know what I mean? I still want you to text me when you get home just so I can wake up with that peace of mind, if anything, because I'd be damned if I was with you and I at least do the bare minimum to make sure right. you was good. Like, you know, I don't know. That might be some old school shit, but... And I, I also think, think, like, a lot of people don't have real friends, man. That's the thing about just being out there in just a random social circle of Atlanta. It's like, yeah, people yeah. fuck with you, but is they really making sure you're good? Like, making sure you get home, especially... Like you said, in the time that we're going through right now, like we know shit is happening. Like shit been happening, but mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Shit always been happening. But, you know, that's why I always, you know, I was taught like that. So, you know, you out with a woman, you know, walk into a car, you got to do the whole thing. You ain't going home with her at least, you know what I'm saying? Tell her to hit you when she gets home. And that's part of, that's just part of being a decent human being, I think. Um, I mean, I do that with my male friends. Like, yo, hit me when you get home. Especially if we out drinking and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? You might crash or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, I want, it's all that shit I think about. And if I was the last person to see you, I want to be the first person to know some shit go left. Yeah, Because yeah, I can give, I, I can give people the, the breakdown on what happened. Everything was either normal or he didn't seem right or they didn't, they didn't seem like they was in a good place or whatever. Whatever you got to say. Like, you just want to be able to have the appropriate information in case something does go left. Because, I don't know, it was a point in time where I was having discussions with my dad. It was like, yo, I'm at a point now where, like, I I have conversations that I feel like are too old for me or older than my actual, like, like peer group. Because I'm saying, like, I love you to my friends every time I see them. Like, or, like, like make sure you hit me when you get home or, like, like, damn, what happened to so-and-so this week? It's like, yo, every every week it seems like my friends are dying. And my dad, who's 60-something, is like, nigga, you? Like, <laughs> like these are just problems that, that tend to perpetuate themselves over time. But they escalate in degrees and then change in variation. Like, once you get older, you know people are going to start falling off the map. But the ways in which they happen, the ways in which these things happen tend to change your perception on how you approach, like, your continued relationships. And this is one of those things where, like, like I called my homeboy just to check up on him, like the like a health and wellness check. We we joke 
with uh, shout out Swag. Swag will hit me up every once in a while and just be like, hey, nigga, I don't want shit, nigga. Health and wellness, though. You straight? All right. And it's a three-minute phone call at max. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's it. And it was one of those, and I ended up hearing the story about, you know what I mean, how Miriam was abducted and murdered. And I'm just like, man, like, I, I, I can't. It's nothing I can say to help you or make you feel better, but I'm. It, it reinforces the need to have the type of friends that are gonna check up on you and genuinely see how you're doing. Cause, shoot, I don't know what this may lead to. I don't know if this person got caught. Like, like this person's still on the run. Like, like what happened? And that, in addition to all the other things going on in the city and the things that have happened prior, like you mentioned, Quez. Like, I know a lot of people are going through a lot of. Emotional turmoil Just based on the fact That they're so close To this environment Not even that Maybe not even knowing These type of people Personally But It's a It's a sobering sign Of the times uh, If anything I think that Like we do need to do more In order to protect each other um, But I'm not exactly sure Where to start Other than Home Cause like All my people uh, That I've spoken to Recently Have had the same type of Outlook I have Like Nigga I'm just staying out the way Man Fuck all that Hanging out No socializing Is worth my life Or the lives Of anybody else We'll figure out How we can do this together Yeah yeah I mean it's a thousand places To kick in Atlanta man I don't know why niggas Feel the need to be At the hottest places You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. at, at the city at the time You know what I'm saying We go anywhere If we fuck with me What the fuck We can't just Chill meet. at the house yeah, yeah. yeah Do normal shit man I think but, it also comes From a perspective of like Yo All of us Kind of have Other shit going on Most of my niggas Got kids <laughs> And it like There's no real way to to be out and about without necessarily taking a L on that side of life. And most of my people, like, they don't want to take that L. Like, like I don't want to be in a situation where my child loses their father because I was hanging out. That shit would, it would suck to die hanging out and knowing that I got somebody that's going to require my presence. And that's no salt because anything can happen anywhere. But at the same time, it's not a risk I feel like is worth taking. I'd rather be a lame nigga or a square who don't come out, who ain't fucked up every weekend. Uh, not because it's not fun or enjoyable, but because I just can't afford to take that type of loss, and the people around me can't afford to lose me. So, um, yeah, I don't it, know. Man. It's all in places you kick it, man. Atlanta's, yeah. Atlanta's good, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just think niggas just be going to the wrong places. <laughs> like, not 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 salt to her. Not you know what I'm saying. I don't mean her. I just mean overall. Like yeah, because I mean she was doing what she had to do in order to make a living. Like you work as a bartender, you're gonna go to bars. You're gonna be out on the social scene. But it's not the same energy that you that everybody else may have when it comes down to coming out and enjoying themselves. Like it's not it's not an enjoyable thing for you. You might be at work and just doing your job. But that being said, for everybody else that's out there, like even at your leisure, man, be careful. Like, mm. Be around people that care about you Don't be in no situation where You hanging around new friends In places where shit has been known to go left Yeah, yeah and, and, and then try to figure out Like how to put shit back together When it goes left That's all I'm saying At this point in the game I just feel like Shit, we, we know what, what's happening right now, nigga like, at this, at, We gotta just chill <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Well, yeah um, on a lighter note, uh, yeah, let's take a break. Hold on, I gotta take a piss. All right, let, we'll be back. Uh. Yeah, here we are again. 
Yeah, that way I can keep it. <laughs> to that nature, I guess. <laughs> the, the, yeah. That that phrase that will not be mentioned <laughs> out of the way. Okay. But yeah, man. Uh, bring it home. Uh, <laughs> McDonald's has been uh, destroying the black community for a long time. And uh, they've been reinventing ways via fried foods and uh, convenient sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> but um, this... This newest attack is probably the most aggressive. They've been offering some of our favorite entertainers, a lot of uh, some of y'all's peers. I don't necessarily associate with uh, this type of person's music, but uh, it's whatever, man. Shout out to them. Shout out to Sweetie. Shout yeah. out to Travis Scott. Shout out to uh, Joe Fresh Goods is also in in that. Uh, uh, Take Keith in, in that one. category. Take Keith had a meal. Yeah, BTS, um, the Korean pop group had one. Uh, that's the only ones I can think of off the top you of my head. You dug deep. <laughs> I see all, all right. the commercials. Uh, okay. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Sweetie has got a new meal with McDonald's. Um, and apparently she's making uh, cashiers and drive through uh, employees everywhere uh, swallow their pride and say some dumb shit in order to get these sales up. And it's uh, <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> like, Wait, what is she doing? Uh Hey best friend, uh, would you like to? <laughs> hey best friend, that's my best friend. Would you like to try our new uh, sweetie meal today? Oh, uh, they have to say that. Yeah. Oh, wow. crazy. Hey best friend, that's my best friend. Go best friend, best oh, friend. Shit. Would you like to try? I'll be having fun with it if I had to work at McDonald's. If they uh paid me the uh fifteen dollars an hour that they promising y'all, y'all better enjoy that shit. That's crazy. Yeah, get, I saw a clip get these of, bars off. Saw a clip. Of, <laughs> Clip of Sweetie uh, working in uh, one of the restaurants, like, you know, preparing her meal herself, working in, in, the, in the back of the house. So that was cool, I guess. Um, Is it? I don't know, man. I'm not mad at it. I'm glad them niggas getting the check. I mean, they're going to destroy the... I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah. You know, that's that's your take, bro. You know, I'm McDonald's talking shit, man. Bro. I don't... I don't it's, not, it's not one of those things where I'm not mad at anybody who getting they, their bread from a corporation like McDonald's. It's just one of those things where it's like, man... The type of person that is excited about getting a new McDonald's meal from their favorite entertainer is kind of like, well, I guess it was the same shit with me and my Dream Team Cup, so let me shut the fuck up. <laughs> I definitely was buying the shit out of Whoppers, I mean, yeah, or like uh, Big Macs, and I don't even eat them no more. Yeah, so yeah. that being it's not said, for us, man. You get know, your money, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's for like a younger generation. Let them, let them enjoy it. I mean, if they like that shit, I love it. Mm, I was definitely trying to get a glow in the dark, dark Space Jam cup from McDonald's back in the day. Shit, I remember going to Burger King for the, uh, the, the Kids Club or whatever the fuck that yeah, shit was the kids, called. Yeah, it was called Kids Club, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to you. It's a, it's a, shit, it's a social media uh, It's an Instagram page That I follow Called Only 90's Kids Know And they post like All the toys That they used to have From back in the day You remember the Transformer McDonald's meals Or it'd be like Fries And they turn into Like a dinosaur Or it'd be like A Whopper And it turned like Into a turtle See Yeah like, So I remember All that shit I mean maybe it's just It's just uh, History repeating itself I just look at it like one of those things where it's like, now that I'm an adult, I just, ugh, all of it disgusts me, especially especially with everybody getting food poisoning from all these various fast food restaurants. Like, it's like, man, you just going to encourage people to eat more of this trash? Yeah, I don't really, I don't think that's a problem with people, though. I think, like, expecting an entertainer to have any type of soul is, like, kind of ridiculous, man. They're entertainers, man. They funny people. That's why the people, like, will get into it, uh... Ended on that anyway. Shit. Mm. I just watched a Dick Gregory documentary when we get into what I've been watching and listening to. Uh, that's why people like Dick Gregory is so important because, like, you see them, like, kind of pivoting from entertainment and then they go into some real shit because they see, like... Most of the yeah, shit just fake. 
Yeah, or while I'm up here on my yacht or whatever, everybody else in my community is fucked. And, I, and I'm just sitting there telling them jokes all day. Like, I know it's a part in the documentary where he talks about not wanting to do any more stand-up in nightclubs. Because he like, you know, he's like, I ain't going to watch my people go out there and drink all night. And then, because he was selling a health food product. And then I sell you some health food shit in the morning. What the fuck does that look like? You know what no. I mean? So, like, yeah. Having that type of responsibility for an artist is, is very rare. You know, so I don't really expect people like Sweeties or the Travis Scott's or whatever to have that. Because, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> so I don't know I don't know the thing with having this podcast and talking about certain things of this nature uh, like it's frustrating because like my initial reaction like my knee jerk reaction is like man why the fuck why the fuck would anybody buy this shit but I you're right I can't necessarily be mad at the entertainer for trying to get a bag especially from a corporation like McDonald's that's, that's got them to give away it's pretty much their job yeah and I, one thing you've seen it, like the Dick Gregory doc is like all his bags start drying up because it started being too out, outspoken. About, yeah, he talked about that when, issues. if you read the, well, I, I want to see the documentary, but I realized that reading the book, uh, because part of it was, and it's funny, I got another Dick Gregory, Gregory book uh, that I've yet to really crack open, but it's probably going to dive more into the concept of him shying away from the spotlight. But he had a whole, he had a, a comedy club that, basically died because or the business went under because he was for more focused on doing things that really benefit his people like it's hard to run a club when you you down marching with in, in on selma with martin luther king in one moment and then standing out in front of washington trying to lobby for rights for your people in another and then you got to come back and tell jokes and try to manage a business like all of these things fell to the wayside because he was actually trying to do things actively in his community um and i don't know I'm not to say that these entertainers don't, but there's definitely a difference between the stance that somebody takes when they're a person of the people and not just around them. And I don't know. There's something to be said about that. Uh, but. Yeah, I don't think any entertainer is really for us at this point, man. They're just entertainers. I don't really put too much stock in anything they say. I just try to enjoy the music, man. That's why when I see people get frustrated over the Kanye's and all those people of the world, it's like, man. Who gives a fuck what they think, man? Right. If, if everybody else moved accordingly, we wouldn't really even need them niggas. Like, nobody worried about what Asian people say out loud, really? Nigga, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> nigga. It's not Dr. built Ken. up that way. Yeah. <laughs> if Dr. Ken say some wild shit, nigga, who gives a fuck? Like, they straight, either way. But uh, I guess, yeah, I watched the Dick Gregory doc. Um, I watched this shit called Big Green Lies, yo. If you want to be, like, disappointed in, in life, I definitely recommend that. It's basically about how the whole big, like the green industry is is completely bullshit. Like all of it. Like when it comes to electric cars, whether it be recycled goods, whether it's wind turbines, whether it's solar power, it's all complete bullshit. So, uh, yeah, that's just a thing. So, um, yeah, man. Enjoy these days, man, because, shit, who knows how long this earth is going to exist at this point. <laughs> like, the way they putting it. And we had, a, like, the hottest uh, fucking month on earth in the last hundred years recently. Mm -hmm. I was about to say, man, y'all going to look at, at snow days and say, take me back. Like, y'all yeah. used to do Cabo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, I went back through all the DC animated movies. A lot of, all those are it. dope. Uh, uh, the Long Halloween Part 1 and 2. Was really dope. Uh, uh, that's about it. Uh, what else did I watch? Rewatched Suicide Squad again. Still was pretty solid. Uh, I watched this breakdown on YouTube about all the Easter eggs that I missed, so it kind of made me want to rewatch the movie. 
um, podcasts or oh, music. Mm. Makami. Went through the Makami shit again. Uh, fucking Mark, Mark, Rell, Mark, whatever, Markel Jackson, whatever the fuck the name of this song is. It's really dope. Uh, Puff Daddy, man. Shout out to Puff. I don't know. I've been in a bad boy mode for like the last few months. Bad boy uh, summer. Yeah. <laughs> Money Making Mitch. Uh, auction featuring Lil' Kim, Styles P, and King Los. And Every Day featuring Styles P and Pusha T. It's really dope joints. Uh, Babyface Killer, Freddie Gibbs. Oh, Too shit. Solid. Shout out to Freddie Gibbs. Uh, Breaking Bad is my shit. 17 is really dope. And BFK, uh, Skim Do Bo Jackson, uh, Boldy James and Alchemist Project. I haven't really gotten into it yet, but uh, so far, fucking uh, Illegal Search and Seizure is really dope. Um, Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. And uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Revolutionary, Bump J. Um, that's a really dope joint. Tyler, call me if you get lost. Nas, hip hop is dead. I went into my weekend bag because I've been on my sad boy shit. Um, so weekend star boy, beauty, beauty behind the madness, and the trilogy album. And I guess we'll leave it like that. Uh, podcast. Let's see what the fuck. Man, I kind of been on my bag, in my bag. This, oh, the Daniel Boyelli, he does the History on Fire Daniel Boyelli. 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 That's a really good episode. Oh, the Drink Champs with Asher Roth, Mickey Fax, and Blue. That was pretty dope. Uh, I enjoyed that. Uh, the Dollop. I got a million things for y'all, so you're welcome. Um, oh, the Brookheart Kidnapping. It was hilarious. John Pemberton's Drug Tonics. <laughs> it's the story of Coca-Cola. It's really dope. Uh, and I guess that's about it. I'll leave it like that. All right. What have I been listening to? Um, up first, let's say uh, Isaiah Rashad, um, House is Burning, Dark Seed. Probably my favorite song on that project. Can't even front. Like the what am I supposed to do outside but get rich <laughs> like work too hard to not floss but uh floss too hard and get your wig split uh but uh I like simple songs I've been breaking down a lot of the nuances that uh I find in a lot of records and that was one of the ones that kind of stood out uh also been listening to Bo Jackson uh standout tracks um EPMD uh photographic memories um rock marciano Diamond Dallas. Diamond Dallas was one of those joints that kind of caught my attention. Uh, the Pixies. Uh, hey. Uh, Vince Staples. Vince Staples, still again. Uh, Take Me Home, Taking Trips. Shining in Sundown Town. Uh, listen to a lot of Future. Future. Um, I went back through Pluto and Baby Pluto. It was all right. It wasn't everything that I thought it was the first go around. High Off Life. High Off Life may uh quietest kept maybe my favorite future album. Uh Trapped in the Sun, of course. Um Ryan Strikers, High Tech Tech. Um Let's see, Too Comfortable. Classic. Uh and then Life is Good. Uh we'll just go ahead and throw that in there because Future got off on that verse. 
Um, what else? Mock homie as well. Pray for Haiti. This is all shit that I usually play when I go to the basketball court, like early by myself, and I just want to shoot around and play music that I haven't necessarily die uh, got the chance to dive into. Speaking of which, I finally listened to King's Disease too, um, and had multiple arguments with my uncle and uh, my uncle's friend about why the music that Nas makes doesn't necessarily resonate with the younger generation. Um, I like Nas and I appreciate the album, but I'm at a point now where I can only compare his music to another Nas album. I'm not necessarily comparing it with everybody else. And there are other things that I'm going to listen to again before I circle back to it, but I did fuck with King's Disease too. Um, standout tracks. Uh, let me look it up. Just so I don't misquote. Because I definitely appreciated um, the intro with the pressure. Um, Nobody. Store Run. I want to say No Phony Love, but niggas got to stop throwing Charlie Wilson on tracks just mm. for the sake of throwing Charlie Wilson on tracks. Like, he's. Respect Charlie Wilson, man. He's not Laurie Season Assault, man. You just can't put this nigga on fries. My only problem with Nas is. Oh, listen, I got many problems with, yeah. with, with Nas. Here we but, go. But, uh, my only <laughs> problem with my main problem with Nas is like, if you hear one Nas albums, you pretty much heard them all. Like mm -hmm. they're never they're never really that different. Like he doesn't have different approaches. He approaches every album the exact same way. Get some conscious shit. You're gonna talk about some topical shit and blah blah blah. I think the beats are better now, which mm -hmm. helps a lot. And I'm not. I, mean, I think he's a good rapper, but. You know, he doesn't really change the style much. So. It's not musical. My my joint, my, my complaint was, like, it was not musical. Like, yeah, all of these other albums, like, I'm listening to producers sit down with the artist, or not even producers sit down with the artist, but the artists take their time to make this shit catchy. I feel like Nas is just trying to bar me to death. And a lot of yeah. times when I sit down and I listen to music, I was like, yeah, I'm not cutting this around no I'm not cutting this on around no hoes. And if I am, I know what type of chick I'm dealing with. <laughs> like, like, it's a box cutter in the side of her cheek. Type era chick Like And I'm not Yeah she got She definitely got a pair of Lugs boots in her closet And she may not wear them But like She had them at that point in time Cause she was steered wrong Like She's still wearing Construct Tim's In the summertime With a skirt I, I don't know if I've ever met a woman That listened to Nas Just me personally Yeah I, I know I know a few I mean Our, our, our demographic's a little different yeah. You know what I mean Which is good Cause yeah, I wouldn't That would be an yeah. instant turn off Like why yeah. Like you listen to this thing before, but yeah, I just yeah, there's just no reason to I'm like if you heard Illmatic, then you've you've heard all the knowledge you need to hear. All right, man. Uh, anyway, oh uh, yeah, Kodak Black, senseless. Uh, what's this nigga's name, bro? Nardo Wick. I did a deep dive into some new nigga shit. Uh, oh, I've been seeing that name around a lot. Sh shush, I guess. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, uh, the uh. Broad day, because I've been in the Hit Boy bag. What it feels like. Oh, yeah. Um, Shit's cool. On your mind. A little dirt. I declare war. Not a whip. Uh, last man standing, Polo G. Oh, that's my shit. Um, I mentioned my comedy already. Pray yeah. for Haiti. Mm -hmm. uh, I also went through Bo Jackson. Uh, it wasn't a whole lot of music out that I was really diving into. Uh, a bunch of old yeah, shit. Yeah, you already said Bo Jackson, too. Yeah, I did. Um, podcast, uh, Flagrant 2, No More Cuomo. Um, I listened to the Penny Wingo, uh, or, yeah, Plenty Wingo uh, dollop episode. Oh, yeah, that shit was hilarious. Yeah, that shit was really, really funny. Dude uh, walked backwards yep. across the world, yeah. 
Uh, tangentially speaking, <laughs> <Stupid as> fuck. <laughs> uh, also the uh, Daniele Bolelli uh, podcast. I went back and listened to our podcast for the Hawks is out. That was a very very entertaining <laughs> podcast. Uh, it's gonna make me go back and listen to some more old shit uh, that we did. I've been listening to Cancel Culture by Accountability. Um, shout out Booby and Fonz and uh, Mike. Shout out to them. Uh, what else? What else? Um, I haven't really gotten into too many podcasts lately. I've been watching a lot of shit. Um, I did watch the Anthony Bourdain documentary. Um, I, if anybody knows me, I'm a big Anthony Bourdain fan. Uh, was always kind of following his work uh, via what was that the Travel Channel? Like no reservations, and then he went on and did uh, CNN. No CNN's yeah. uh, No Boundaries, I think it was called. It was just basically the same show, just on a different channel. Um, and it, it gave me a lot of perspective on what it's like to be like a workaholic and not realize it. Um, the moments where you take to kind of register how much you've put into something and how much it gives you back usually tell you like how well you're doing or whether or not you should continue to do something. And uh, even that, as important as it is for the type of work you're doing and how, how you continue to approach it and innovate it, doesn't necessarily tell you a whole lot about like how you feel while doing it or your mental health state during that time period because at the end of it you kind of saw a man who was grasping for straws when it came down to like like roots and real things it felt like like and for all somebody who's done so much good for everybody else and shed so much light on all these other issues that may have been in front of him like he didn't really shed a whole light on the things that were actually bothering him as a person and uh I think when you stay busy, it's hard to do that. Like you don't necessarily take the time to really settle into what your what your do's and don'ts are for your your personal well being. Um, I also think like that that fame should just became a prison for him too. So it's yeah. like it's it's hard to experience real life once you get up that high. Like you know, That's you're not allowed to experience real life no more, and it's just that too is a thing. Yeah. Um, I watched uh, Cocaine Cowboys, uh, the series on Netflix. Um, it's cool, man. If you're into that type of shit, true crime, uh, it's a, it's a, it's worth yeah, watching. Yeah, I started it, and I was just like, man, you like you said, it's kind of one of them things. Like everybody just be, they just be, it's the same story, yeah. with different people. Yeah. Um, what else did I watch? I watched this dumbass movie, man. Dumbass movie, Infinite, with Mark Wahlberg and uh, Chittawell Edge of Four. Dumbass fucking movie, bro. I don't even know how it got so bad so fast, bro. Like, he's always playing the same type of person. Oh, I kind of saw oh, the... I think I saw that preview. And it's weird how they take these action movies that ain't about shit and they try to make it, like... Deep. Like, yeah, yeah, fake deep. Like, he's got schizophrenia. So it's like, yo, all the... All the past lives... The, all the past lives are schizophrenic personalities. And so it's like, yo, it's on some Kanye shit. It was like, nah, man, this is... I'm not sick. This is my superpower. <laughs> Uh, they try to make what? it. They try to make it so many like uh, it's like Inception, but stupid. <laughs> so Inception, but yeah. <laughs> nah, but it's, it's made Inception look like it was like Oscar worthy. But that being said, uh, yeah, I, I didn't watch really a whole lot of TV this week. Um, outside of Cocaine Cowboys, I watched. I did watch Suicide Squad again. Um, with Will just because I felt like it's a movie worth watching twice. And uh, yeah, got the fuck out of here as far as entertainment was concerned.
Indeed, man. On that note, man, we are Wash Never Washed Up. Wash Never Washed Up. Shout out uh, to 404 Creators. Shout out to 404 Creators. Did it again. Yeah. Uh, Taji, we'll see you soon. Um, uh, like, subscribe, share. Yeah. Thank you for watching. Yeah. This has been episode 78. Uh, y'all stay black. Yeah, yeah.